Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Do you have a baby that won't fall asleep? A noisy neighbor you need to block out? Or maybe you're looking for relaxing music, nature sounds, and atmospheres to work, relax, or study to? If so, the Deep Sleep Sounds app is for you. It has a huge library of sounds from nature and daily life, ASMR triggers, plus ambient sounds and music. You can even combine sounds to create your own unique mix and use them as a background soundscape for your favorite get sleepy stories. Through our partnership with Deep Sleep Sounds, you can get a 30-day free trial by going to deepsleepsounds.com slash get sleepy. That's deepsleepsounds.com slash get sleepy. Or just follow the link in the show notes for a 30-day free trial of the Deep Sleep Sounds app. Good evening and welcome to Get Sleepy. The podcast where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. As always, I'm your host, Thomas. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're well, and that you're feeling relaxed and comfortable in your bed. But it's quite alright if you need some help to settle down, and I appreciate you listening to Get Sleepy in order to help get you there. Tonight's story is a soothing tale that will be read by Simon, and it takes us to the green hills of the English countryside. As he relaxes in his garden, a man, who happens to share the same first name as me, reminisces about a beautiful bike ride that led him to discover his dream home. Let's just spend a moment unwinding from the day just gone. If you haven't already done so, you can let your eyes gently close and settle in to whatever position feels most comfortable right now. Take a few deep breaths breathing in to the count of four or five. And then steadily back out, feeling your body sink into bed. As you breathe, just watch the blank canvas behind your eyelids. you can allow your imagination to begin painting a tranquil scene across your mind's eye. 
Imagine a cosy home nestled among rolling green hills, bathed in sunshine. Here, all of your worries and concerns are far away. You can simply relax. You can be yourself without fear of judgment. There's nobody here to care. Take yourself there now in your mind. A few hedgerows are scattered over the hillsides. Lines of trees stand proud in the rolling landscape. Sweet birdsong resonates from the branches of those nearby trees, overlooking a vibrant and bountiful garden. Here, you can enjoy the scenery as you relax, and perhaps even have a midday snooze. This is where we begin tonight's story. Tom Bailey was a man in his 60s who was well known in his neighbourhood. He was a familiar sight, sitting in his front garden in his favourite old striped chair. On sunny days like today, he sat outside the front door of his small stone cottage. The house was nestled away in some beautiful hills, just outside an English country market town called Menfield Hill. Whenever Tom sat out in his garden, there was always a cup of home-brewed lemon balm tea to hand. The cup rested on a large piece of chipped grey slate, which was placed over the corner of an old stone water trough. Tom had found this trough discarded at the entrance to his cottage when he moved there some 18 years before. Somehow, he'd managed to haul the trough to the front door. Since then, he'd spent many happy hours renovating the front garden into a beautiful herb garden. He grew a traditional array of herbs for cooking, health, and healing. Tom loved the life he now led. From childhood, he'd had a passion for all of nature, especially plants and their healing properties. He'd never been one to mix much with others, simply because he preferred his own company and that of nature and plants. During the 18 years he had lived in his treasured cottage, 
he'd always thought of himself as living his best life. In this time, he'd kept busy, lovingly transforming his purchase. The garden had originally been an overgrown plot of land attached to an empty cottage. But as a result of Tom's hard work over the years, the cottage had been transformed into a wonderful, cosy home. It was surrounded by a haughty cultural heaven, full of scented plants and healing herbs. Tom could often be seen sitting outside the solid oak front door, which formed the entrance to his beautiful home. The only modern additions to the house were the efficient heating and plumbing systems. Otherwise, everything about Cozy Cottage perfectly reflected its name. Tom had retained the old flagstone flooring and partially covered it throughout with large, thick pile rugs. These carpets were gloriously coloured in shades of apple red, crimson and burgundy. He had also kept all the original features in the living room. There were dark wooden beams, uneven walls painted in soft whites and a stunning fireplace. The heavy oak mantelpiece formed the beating heart of the cottage. The house was decorated with artistic simplicity. Neutral tones and soft furnishings complemented the polished, traditional furniture. In the kitchen, the light shade of the walls contrasted beautifully with the strong, vibrant colours of the appliances. When Tom used the old cast-iron cooker, the heat filled the house. The whole cottage radiated warmth and welcome. As well as history, there was also a strong sense of happiness within these walls. Tom grew most of his own fruit and vegetables, just as he imagined those before him might have done. He'd always been keen on self-sufficiency and avoiding waste. He used his exemplary culinary skills to make sure that everything was used or given away. Whenever he had guests, the smell of home cooking and baking in Cozy Cottage brought them back to the happy days of their childhoods. Walking into the cottage felt almost like being hugged, welcomed into the heart of the home. As Tom sat outside, sipping his homemade lemon balm tea, he enjoyed the spectacular views of the countryside. He liked to watch the tourists clambering up the hill, hoping to find the famous ruins of a nearby ancient Roman fort. 
Some people would stop at his gate for a quick rest and a chat while regaining their breath. Hikers and cyclists would admire his charming cottage garden and ask about the beautiful plants. Tom often recommended herbalist cures to passers-by, especially if they looked tired after miles of country terrain. Occasionally, he would even welcome people into his garden. Here, they could walk around the paths that twisted and turned into different spaces. Passing cyclists who were new to the area generally didn't stop, as they were intent on making it to the top of the hill. But those who cycled that route regularly would wave. Tom always returned the greeting with an encouraging signal. He had a deep affinity with the sport. Until recently, he had been a keen cyclist himself. But these days, he was content to just wave them on with his good wishes. He now preferred to get his exercise in his beloved garden instead. Cycling had been life-changing for Tom. He felt that his cycling career had served a deeply spiritual purpose for him. It had even led him here. Tom often reflected on his luck in finding this house, which was his very own paradise. In his earlier life, he preferred to spend his leisure time on his own, so that he could feel free and be in his own headspace. This is why he loved to cycle and be out amongst nature on his own. One day, 18 years ago, he'd had some days off work. He decided to spend his holiday on his bike, exploring a little-known cycling route. He'd heard that this route led to some spectacular scenery in a tranquil part of the countryside. After three hours of cycling, he stopped in a small market town called Menfield Hill. It was located in a lovely spot on the edge of beautiful rolling hills. Tom was delighted by the green scenery and the sight of animals grazing in the fields. Years later, sitting in his garden chair and sipping his lemon balm tea, he could still remember everything about that day. He'd been feeling thirsty at that point and needed to fill up his water bottle before getting back on his bike and tackling yet another hill. After finding a row of bicycle racks in the market square, he'd secured his trusty bike and carefully locked his helmet onto the handlebars. Then he'd looked around, searching for a fountain or drink stall. Behind the market stalls, he'd noticed just the place to ask. The weekly market had finished and the stallholders were clearing up. 
small groups of people were starting to disperse. They were making their cheerful farewells until the next market day, when they would meet again. Tom started to walk tentatively past the dismantled stalls to approach a burger van so he could buy some water. But before he could ask, the young man in the van called over to Tom and offered him a drink. Perhaps this young man was also a keen cyclist and knew from experience just how thirsty Tom was. Tom thanked the young man and drank the refreshing glass of water gratefully. Then he bought a packet of biscuits to eat later before continuing on his way. As he walked on, Tom reflected on the kindness of this friendly young man. The more time he spent here, the more he was enchanted by the positive atmosphere of the town. Listening to the sound of laughter and chatter around him, he felt energised like never before. Walking back to his bike, Tom noticed something in the market square. In one corner was a very old, second-hand bookshop. Tom could never resist a bookshop, and he was keen to see if there were any old books on plants and herbs. Quickening his pace, Tom walked over to the shop. As he pushed open the narrow door, an old-fashioned brass bell rang softly. It felt like he had come home. He stood at the doorway, transfixed by the thousands of books. The shop was crammed from floor to ceiling. Books were displayed on wobbly-looking shelves which leaned against each other. The shelves looked as if they stayed upright by sheer luck. The small glass windows were open, letting in some fresh air. But Tom could still smell the musty scent of old paper. The smell was like almonds or vanilla, saturating the air. To Tom, it was like heaven on earth. He walked past the crime and thriller shelves, which morphed seamlessly round a corner into biography and history. Here, he found the owner sitting behind a desk, reading a newspaper. The desk was almost hidden beneath piles of papers, unopened letters and two cardboard boxes. The boxes contained some well-thumbed smaller books labelled Holiday Reads. The owner peered round the boxes and welcomed Tom to his shop. Tom enthusiastically complimented the owner on his collection. Then he asked where he could find books on plants and herbal medicine. The owner responded with detailed directions 
which Tom followed to the letter. He made his way up two flights of a narrow spiral staircase, holding onto a handrail clamped to the wall. Small flakes of paint gently fell off as he brushed round each corner. At last, he reached a small landing that led to three rooms. Recalling the owner's directions, Tom turned left, following a well-trodden, dark blue carpet runner. Although it was quite large, the room appeared to have shrunk due to the sheer number of bookshelves. From wall to wall and floor to ceiling, there were hundreds of books, as well as boxed piles of even more books on the floor. Tom could see immediately what he was looking for. The gardening section was on the bottom four shelves, partially hidden behind two boxes overflowing with books. He bent down and picked out a small pile of books relating to herbal remedies and sensory plants. He put them carefully on the floor beside a rickety chair. Although it was old, with a rather threadbare red velvet covering, the chair seemed to invite him to sit down. Tom sank into the creaking chair and breathed in deeply, inhaling the atmosphere of the bookshop. Then he turned to the pile of books beside him. He was particularly drawn to the very first book he picked up, entitled Make Your Garden a Healthy One. Intrigued by its early 1925 publication date, he opened it. The first thing he noticed was a beautifully written inscription on the inside cover. In dark blue ink and in perfect italic script, it read, To Edie, my dearest sweetheart, for our first Christmas together, may our special garden come true. With fondest love forever, G. Christmas 1932, Cozy Cottage, Menfield Hill. Tom smiled as he read these words. He was convinced that this was a moment of luck or serendipity. Coming to this town and finding this book waiting for him. Tom had always wanted to create a cottage garden full of vegetables and herbs. He imagined a garden of delightful aromas, an atmosphere of peace and well-being. He'd never really thought his dream was anything more than just a dream. But this inscription suggested that Edie and G had once had a similar idea. Tom wanted to know who they were 
and if they had ever achieved their dream of creating a special garden. The address was clearly a local one. So, maybe he could find out more about them. Tom squeezed the book to his chest and vowed to himself that he would find Cozy Cottage. After hurriedly putting the other books back on the shelves, Tom returned downstairs to buy Edie's book. When he asked the owner about the inscription, the man smiled. He explained that he had gone to the local primary school, where G had been a teacher. Tom soon learned that G had been a popular teacher and a gifted gardener. His real name was Gerald, although he was always known as G. He and Edie came to Menfield Hill as newlyweds. Over many years, they had lovingly created a fantastic garden around their beloved cottage. They grew and sometimes sold all manner of garden produce. This had been very helpful for their neighbours during the Second World War, when food supplies were rationed and often in short supply. A well-loved couple in the community, G and Edie, had achieved their dreams of a special garden. Their community became their family, and everybody looked after each other. The bookshop owner explained that G and Edie's cottage was now for sale. However, potential buyers might be put off by the location of the cottage on such a steep hill. There was also a need for significant modernization inside, in terms of decorating and internal repair work. When he heard this, Tom's heart leapt with joy. He was thrilled to discover that the cottage was for sale, and he didn't mind if it required a little work. House maintenance was no issue for him at all, and creating a garden was a lifelong passion. From his garden chair today, Tom could still clearly remember that conversation all those years ago. He'd felt energized and could hardly wait to get out of the bookshop and back on his bike. He would cycle as fast as he could up to Cozy Cottage and pay his respects to the property so lovingly cared for by Edie and G. The fact that the property needed modernizing might have been off-putting for some people, but it had exactly the opposite effect on Tom, who was a pure traditionalist and a skilled joiner. He loved the thought of bringing the cottage and its garden back to life again. Tom was so filled with anticipation that cycling to the cottage felt effortless. 
carefully following the directions from the bookshop, it took Tom just 45 minutes to see Cozy Cottage ahead of him on the left-hand side. Even from a distance, it was obvious that the cottage and garden were simply in need of some long-awaited attention and tender, loving care. Seeing this spurred Tom on, motivating him to cycle up the hill all the way to the gate of the cottage. As he slowed his bike down to a stop outside the rickety garden gate, he put his foot down on a stone surface to balance himself. His foot was resting on what had originally been a stone water trough. Now it was filled with grass and stones, but, like the cottage, it could be cleaned up and restored to its former glory. When Tom glanced up, directly in his line of vision was the for sale sign. Looking across the garden, he instantly imagined it full of colour and creativity. As his gaze rested upon the cottage, he smiled to himself. He slowly dismounted from his bike and wheeled it through the gate to lean against an old apple tree. Tom walked up to one of the windows and pressed his nose against the glass. He could see the wooden beams and beautiful fireplace inside. Modernization, he whispered to himself with a smile. No, I'll bring love and life to Edie and G's cosy cottage. One day, this will be a very special and healing home. And now, from his garden chair, reminiscing while sipping his lemon balm tea and watching the people cycling by, Tom smiled once again to himself, knowing that he'd made his dream come true.